or yeah. it's something that over the course of the past 17 years of your life um i mean she's 33 you guys she was yeah. 17 in 2006 yeah. right so like she's like she's about to enter middle age yeah fuck you brian no she's not Welcome to Black and White, everybody. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We had a one-minute timer up there. We had a one-minute timer for an intro. Gentlemen, everybody, welcome to the show. We're so excited that you're here. We're Y'all, this is the Taylor Swift showdown. If you've been following us for a while, you know that I may have taken shots at people who are into taylor swift and or maybe have stated maybe i have maybe i haven't um i know that i have outwardly said publicly and to other people beyond this podcast that i quote unquote don't get it uh (laughs) so and so we listened to an album we did the little matchmaking thing we all figured out uh who's what more like what album and we all had our assignments and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about it um we're going to talk a little bit of some things that we've been watching. Brian and I might break down some Ahsoka stuff. Marcus yes. is going to break down my adventures with Superman. Uh, we'll talk maybe Emmy predictions because those are oddly Ooh. close and people are starting to make their take bets on who wins what. So it's kind of another potpourri episode. So happy you all are here. But in order to do this well, in order to do it right, I am going to kick it on over to a one Marcus J. Destin, a.k.a. No More Swift for Me. I'm full. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I'm ready to podcast. I'm here with my guys. A busy Monday, but it's always the best when you can end it with films in black and white or begin it with films in black and white, depending on when you listen to this. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, you know, I'm ready to pod. I'm ready to get to it. Ready to hear from my guys. Doug has done a lot over the weekend. Brian yeah. also has watched a lot. <laughs> Quite oh frankly, gosh. we have left Brian as the lone review uh-huh. man for about a couple uh-huh. weeks now, and I feel so shitty. Hey, about my, it. my 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 hey, Chiron, right. my Chiron is also an apile is also an apology. It is. Like it's, my, I it's started both. off my my Chiron started off with sorry, Brian, and then I just came <laughs> oh, no. To oh, no more you don't need for to, me. I'm full. You don't need to put sorry, Brian, in the Chiron. No, no, no. That's no, no, no. It was good, but I'm ready to hear from my guy. But uh, Brian Roush, how are you doing? Man, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I'm still recovering from last week. I don't know if any of our listeners knew. I had to go to St. Louis uh, for a family event. So I had to go down there real quick. Uh, Went down there Tuesday. Came back Wednesday with with three children. My sister-in-law helped my wife and I get them down there. But like, I'm still like, I'm still recovering from that, I guess. Like, and I didn't think I would be um like last night i was like man like i gotta go to bed early like what's wrong with me <laughs> like middle age is just like slamming into me like a bulldozer it, it's 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 rough y'all like i get excited about how short my grass is it's bad i'm uh, so worried that you keep referring to 37 as middle age right wait is, Brian, Brian, how, are you Brian, gonna live wait, wait, are wait, you wait. gonna live to 74 Brian, I mean, I would hope not. Yeah, I, I'm 37. Uh, I mean, technically, I'm, I'm 36. 
yeah i'm on the younger end of middle age um but i i mean like yeah i'm still technically class i am not a young adult like no if someone was like you there young adult i'd be like i I I think it's subjective right it's subjective to like who's saying that oh yeah like a super older person will be like because to the students i'm old like oh yeah it it just never it never fails oh my gosh when when you're in higher ed they're like oh you're young you're young right Small, small, Roman, pump the brakes. Somebody okay? else said this before, and it didn't end well for him. So no, there are other saying. slogans that come after yeah, yeah, that yeah, that yeah, are not yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, look, my here's the thing, and maybe it's just denial for me. Uh, because I mean, act first off, if you ever want to feel old, talk to a five year old yeah. because you'll oh be like, gosh. How old do you think I am? They're like, I don't know, 76. Oh, and you're yeah, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> nope, I am not. Um, I also yeah. don't, maybe I don't feel old. I here's the thing, I right. have gray hair in my beard, and yet for some reason, yeah, me too. I would, Brian, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I'm 36 and you're 37, but you keep saying yeah. middle age. And I'm like, no, I am not. Well, that Rick. happens at 40. Like I am not okay. there yet. Here's what I'm going to say from, from the national Institute of health. They oh, say shoot. that early middle age is, is uh 35 to 44. So that's us, Doug, whether you want to do that or not. Damn. You're in early middle age. People Late middle age receipts. is 45 to 64. So take that for what you will. Are we, are we, is 100 the, is our hope, is people's regular hope to live to 100? Right? I can't hear anyone I mean, because Paul Simon's Hello Darkness, my old friend, is playing <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I thought we were having an audio issue and then you said Paul Simon. I yeah, like, then I started checking my microphone. Right. Like, wait, what's I happening? Mean, I'd like to get to a hundred. I here. I mean, like, I don't want to like, I don't know. I don't, I want to make, I don't know. I see myself at an 80 or a 90, you know? Um, I don't know if it's a hundred though, but I, I mean, I hope so. I think but... I'm at 50. 50? What? <laughs> Taking you out 50? Out <laughs> I don't think I can be any longer. Making it, to, making it to 28 was hard. 50 is like, all right, I'm, I don't know if I can go <laughs> No, but here's the thing. You know all this stuff now. And then once you get to that 50, you're like, worse. oh, this old thing again? Oh, that makes it worse? Well, Because I mean... now I've repeated the same pattern several times. <laughs> yeah, but if you repeat it, you get better at it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't maybe. Know. I don't know. I, I would like to shoot for, I'm shooting for 90. Like, I think that's yeah. a fair shot. I feel like a solid 90 is Okay, is I, have a, I have a question. 90, is is that number because of your families like you want to be around nope. for you you know what i mean like or is that just kind of because if nope. i'm at a point where i'm just annoyingly too old, low and too scary we, how much do we need <laughs> roman myers in the chat how much do we need to raise in the patreon to get marcus to 100 <laughs> i don't know but we marcus, might have to name start your number a, we might have to start like a caring bridge for Marcus because yeah. they think like, oh yeah. man, he's just not gonna make it. I just think yeah. I think that movie. You remember that that time movie with Justin Timberlake in it where they could like swap time? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They yeah. paid with Starbucks. Loki, Loki, Loki. Good. Time. It was yeah. a good movie. I really liked the concept. Yeah, Loki, good movie. Um, why is it Loki? Is it because it's Justin Timberlake? I think it's I feel because the same way. It was. I think it's because like. On paper, it's like, okay, get guess what? We got a movie where people pay with important shit f- with minutes and hours and seconds. Yes. And you're like, oh, my yeah. God, so, that's insane. Sign me up. Like, that sounds really good. Okay, hold on. Stick with me. It's yeah. Justin Timberlake at the lead. And you're like, wait a minute. 
what? Like, because it's just he's not yeah. usually a science fiction no. science fiction right. like actor, and that's a very heavy science fiction concept. It is. I, so, I think maybe like a Bradley Cooper would have been, or or a uh, Ryan Reynolds may have been good in that, or an Idris Elba. If I want to go super gritty Ooh, and like dark, yeah. Idris Elba would have ate that. I would have loved that. Killed, I think he would have killed that. Yeah. Anyway, would have brought a gravitas that movie randomly. Anyway, Doug Wagner, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I am doing quite well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a, I had a busy weekend. Like I just had a busy weekend. Yeah. So doing what, you, Douglas? Did you did you did go you somewhere? do something? Were you running errands? You run? Somewhere? I was not it, running. Okay. Running? <laughs> God damn it! God damn both of you. Were you okay. running out of time? So, God. Okay. So I, I were you running I, on my mind? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so on Sunday, I that was our last one. That's okay, our last one. so I good. on that Sunday, I Sunday good. ran a my first half marathon, and so for those that are unfamiliar, a half marathon is thirteen point one miles. Um, so I went up to Sioux Falls and I did that on Sunday. Um, I'm gonna start with the positive. I came okay. in eight minutes under what I wanted to come in. So I was hey, shooting yeah. for like the that's two amazing. hour mark and I came in one hour, 52, one hour, 52 minutes, which is I mean, awesome. That's good. Um, also, I want to say if you ever need someone, Marcus should charge a service for curating playlists because this <laughs> Honestly, playlist yes. was Thanks. perfection. Thank and you. so I have, t I have, here's the anecdote and here's how I know it was perfect. So on our route, you run through, you kind of ran, you started at the Denny Sanford Premier Center and then you ran mm -hmm. and you ran past like a relatively infamous uh, cathedral. Wait, in wait, 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 can you go back a little bit? Can you just kind of walk us through it of like, what does a check-in look oh, like good for question. a half marathon? Yeah. What does it start? Where do you finish? How do you know what the path is? That kind of stuff. Great question. So um, the check-in process was the day before. Mm. Okay. So I checked in, I got my bib, which is the number that they put on you okay. um, that has your chip timer in it that like basically tracks how basically oh. you cross some moments and it'll give you your splits. So it'll be like, here's your 5k time. Yeah. And you run across it and it'll be like, oh, you finished here. And then here's your 10k time. And then the full thing. So it had some strategically Damn, placed moments. So yeah, so you could have followed me along on my race right. if you wanted to with where I was going. So it was a big, like, it was basically like an out and back. So you ran to a point, looped back around and kind of ran back the same way. Okay. Um, and there was no way to get lost because one, it was very well, like, sign-wise, like, Good. posted. Um, and then the other side of it is... We had, there were like 800 people that ran this half marathon. Oh, so like, yeah. there was no way I was getting lost. Like, it was just like, follow the people right. who are running. Um, and so, but here's the thing. So the race started at seven. And so I left my house to get to Sioux Falls because it's about a 45, 50 minute drive. I sure. wanted to get there with plenty of time to get warmed up, to see where I needed to be and to do what I needed to do. And so I left my house at 520. Not uh, uncommon for not uncommon for me. I used to get up at five four fifteen to go to the gym more routinely. I haven't been doing that as much lately. So, but anyway, Brian's like visibly upset. That's early. That's that's early. early. <laughs> look, look. If that's you early, like getting man. up early, that's great. It works for me. It works for me. Um. And so anyway, so went up and then like. But here's the thing, I got like 
on to 29 and realized that I had left my cell phone back at the house. Oh. So I had to turn around and <gasps> add an additional 15 minutes. Yep. So I got into the parking lot. Mind you, race started at 7. I got into the parking lot at 6.45. So Ooh. I dropped my stuff, went to the starting line, yep. did a couple of quick like calisthenic stretches, <laughs> and then basically ran this bitch cold because I didn't oh get a chance to do like oh a warm-up mile. I used the first two miles as the warm-up. Wow. This, this is a... This is a don't do as I say, not as I do type of moment. Don't do that. Like, it's a bad idea. It's a very bad idea. Flex in those muscles. Um, <laughs> so anyway, but but it was awesome. So the route is predefined. So I could look at the route and see where I was going. I didn't. I just asked Marcus. I said, like, hey, I have to run a race. I have to run for about two hours. Can you make me a playlist? And he did. And there were two. There was one moment at both there and back that came quite so perfectly that this and he couldn't have planned this he could this couldn't have been more perfect if he had planned it so there was a song by ice cube and snoop dogg called go to church yeah. that was on this list mm. that song was about 10 seconds in when i ran past the cathedral the first time i want to play it so bad <laughs> it was so perfect it was so perfect then I was like, I kind of smiled. So I probably looked like a fucking, like, like just a psychopath. <laughs> See, here I am like Good. smiling and like quietly <clears throat> chuckling to myself as I run past. As the next should. best one on the way back was, and it's it, again, Jesus walks hit about 10 <laughs> seconds right before, before I got to man. the church. I so it timed man. off perfectly. Wow, and man. again, I, I smiled and I probably, I think I said out loud, I was like, this playlist is awesome. Like, <laughs> just, so everybody was like, like, huffing and puffing, but I was just like, God, this is just, like, it's just in my yeah. element. So, that, so that was, that was my, that was my experience with that overall. So, it was great. Like I said, I finished in about <clears> an hour 52. You, uh, I'm definitely going to do more of them because I enjoy doing it now and I'm a glutton for punishment. You've got so. a running high. I I got a the Did running you, bug running bugs bit me a little bit. Have you have you done a lot of running beforehand? So like me and Doug know Brooke. Brooke mm -hmm. does a lot of these like half marathons. Mm. We also know Doctor Grieve, Dr. Kim Grieve does yep. like a lot of these like the running things too. You were never like into the half marathons and stuff like that with them. No, I hated to run. It oh, was the, I just did not enjoy it at all. What shifted? Like what changed? Wow. Not the um, fitness podcast, but I, I'm just really yeah, intrigued welcome, by no, I'm welcome, curious. Welcome, welcome to Barbells in Black and White. Um, <laughs> I... What the fuck? You... <laughs> okay, that was quick. So here, I, here's the thing. I think... So the real motivation was... So I used to go to the gym that I coach at frequently. But yeah. then, y'all remember when gas, when they were just like, there was a man I with a did. gun, and he said, empty your pockets at the gas station. And then give once me a ride did, or I'll dust your ass. Basically, he would say, like, give me all your dough. And he'd be like, great, that's worth 10 gallons. Dope. Like, and that's just how it worked at the gas station. Look at Brian. But, Why is Brian looking like that? <laughs> it was okay. five, But remember in the summer, it was like, it, back in May, June, it was like $5 a gallon. Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out how this connects. Okay. Yeah. It got so expensive he couldn't go to the gym anymore. I stopped driving because yeah. it's oh. a thirty-five minute drive for me. Mm -hmm. Oh, th thank you. There you go. Thank Sorry. you for so, yeah, that it's critical a thinking together for me. Yeah, it's think a Marcus. I missed. I that. only know that because I've went to Doug's gym one time with him. Yeah, and died. he almost he almost died. I fucking uh, died. Yeah. Um. Oh, and so anyway, so like he, 
so it was 30 it was really expensive and i was like well i have to do something That's so right. i just started running and kind of yeah. fell in love with the like mental cleanse that happened that and so in july of this last summer i did a 5k and i was like man that was awesome like i enjoyed doing that i should see there's something about it i was telling Brittany, i said like i think it's the mental challenge hmm. like it's the oh wow that sounds really hard yeah, I bet I can do that. Now, like, when did you get into fitness in general? Because you are you are kind of a and Roman Myers is right. I want to read this comment first. Doug is just a motivated person. When he sets his mind to something, he's going to work hard until he can do it. That is a fact, Roman Myers. That is Doug all day long, and yes. he's going to almost do it to spite you to uh-huh. either show yep, you a little or bit himself right, right that he yep. will like spit almost on himself. Like if he ever told himself <laughs> like, you can't do that shit, he'll do it and then spit on himself and be like, Puh, told you bitch. And he'd be like, damn, like, is he that sounds, that sounds, you're not far off. Like yeah. it's, uh, it's, yeah, it is disgusting. indeed, it is indeed my <laughs> yum. yum. It yep. yum. Sounds like a Doug yum to me. Yeah. It is yummy, a Doug yum. Yummy um, Doug. Um, so like I started doing really, I played soccer and, college yeah and by played soccer i mean i practiced and then i sat on the bench i was really good at warming up um and then after that i tried to like work out but i just never really fell in love with anything that i did Mm. and then i did crossfit like i went to a gym when i worked at western kentucky university and i really liked the challenging element of it the things that was like oh man this is this is hard Mm -hmm. i bet i can figure it out if I just yeah. kept working at it. Damn, and so crazy. then I came to South Dakota. There wasn't a CrossFit gym close. And I tried to keep that going, but just couldn't couldn't push as much as I wanted to. And so then I found the gym that I'm at now about six, seven years ago. Nice. Um, and then just kept going from there. I do have this thing, and I don't know what it is. And again, this is maybe a little bit more psychological than maybe we want to get into, but like, my brain operates that way of like, oh, that's they keep like, here's a great example. This is going to sound unrelated, Brian, but stick with me. Okay. I'm here. The f- it's the like on the Food Network. If you are watching a show about making cookies, okay, the hardest cookie to make from scratch, everybody says, is a macaroon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those little French pastry cookies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You can fuck them up and they get awful. I okay. was a person that was like watching that. And I looked at Brittany and I went went to be like, this bullshit, it can't be that hard. It's oh. Like, it can't be that hard. So I went out and bought the shit to make macaroons. No. And then, and then promptly fucked them up. Um, and then said to Brittany, hey, do they taste good? She goes, yeah, they don't look right, but they taste great. I'm like, well, then that's something. So, yes, my brain <laughs> operates from a perspective of if you tell me I can't, I am going to find a way to do it hilarious and so the half the half marathon was like oh that sounds really hard (laughs) and then i kept going and this is this is how my sick brain works this is how my sick brain works y'all wow i have now said okay a half marathon wasn't that bad what about a full marathon oh i knew this was coming i immediately when you're like here's for a half marathon here's brian Brian, serious glutton for punishment it is ridiculous Brian, brian it gets worse I've thought, have you all heard of an ultra marathon? Yes. An ultra marathon. So a, an ultra marathon is like a 50 kilometer race. So like, it's like 40 miles. And there's a part of my brain that is like, 
I bet if I trained hard enough, I could do it. What the fuck? Why would they run 40 miles? What is this? I don't know. Because my brain's like, hey, you could. I I mean, I'd save your knees, man. You know what what Brittany said? She goes, it's a lot of time alone with the kids. I don't know if you can do it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, marathon training starts in like flipping April, May. Like, you're you're going for it. Okay, again, uh, how I'm a glutton for punishment. Uh, marathon training started today when I ran four miles this morning. Yo, Doug is a sicko, yo. That's the problem. <laughs> let's just, let's just, we're, I wish we're I talking about this. middle age, and Doug's like, how can I grind <laughs> my <laughs> knees into a 40 miles? Easy work. Meanwhile, I had to spend an hour 44 minutes on Taylor Swift album and couldn't get through that. I was struggling. It was a I lot. Was, it was a lot. Look, this is not a fitness oh. podcast, and we have a whole <laughs> thing to get into. Roman, Roman, Speak real quick. Now, Swifties are coming coming for you <laughs> they are coming in they've been popping in and out too they have roman, they're waiting till we get uh, to it is roman asked the question is that how the pod came to existence through doug's mindset and i'm going to say part like yes that's a large part of it we just sat at the front desk when i used to work for doug for those that are new to the podcast yes um, doug, i used to work for doug um mm, at, at the university of south dakota as a student when he was um working as the muck director of the muck and so we sat and we realized we like talking about movies because we would sit literally every time I worked a shift. I was one of the only ones Doug would talk to, like student wise. No, not, uh, not one of the only ones. He was the only one. <laughs> and so we would sit and talk, especially during the summer, it just so did. So we would sit and talk about oh, movies yeah. and people would actually listen to us talk. And Doug was the most persistent in yo, let's go and record this episode like right now. Like we went to one of the offices, recorded one of our early, early episodes. It's yeah. still uploaded and everything with like a- you can, go, wait, you can go listen to it right you can now. Go listen to it it's right It's the Rise now. of Skywalker. That was it the is first the rise one. That's right. That's it is the Rise of Skywalker. So yeah, okay. that is how the pod came into existence. Yeah. And um, just in case it was like, oh man, I'd love to have that mindset. Mm, hold on. It also cuts both <laughs> ways where like if you see something, like I can't go to a comic book store do you want to know why? And buy just a one-off issue. I have to go and buy something that is connected to everything right. else or otherwise it's not complete and I can't do it. So like if it has, if I have, let's say issues one through 12 and I'm missing 13, but I have 14, I will not buy anything in that comic book run until I get 13. Like oh it's gosh. just, it's, it's not healthy. Like it's just how my brain works. Like, this went from really motivational to now I'm kind of scared. I so. want everyone to be aware. But, yeah. gentlemen, we have a whole episode to get to. Do and we? And up a lot of uh, runway. Uh, all right. All but right. Gentlemen, it's time for Catch That Quotable. I'm ready to catch it. Catch That Quotable. Silky sounds of Marcus J. Uh, gentlemen, are you all ready for this week's quote? Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Um, I just want you to know. My wife is shaking her head. <laughs> For those who don't know, Maggie is working very close right next to Brian. And she can, again, as a reminder, Maggie can only hear Brian. She can hear nothing else. Which is when I listened to the podcast last week and the amount of shit that was going on, I'm like, oh, Maggie. <laughs> no, she, just, she just looks over, like, not, like, just no emotion. She's like, mm. Like I, I, I'm judging you just a little bit. That's okay. Like I got, I got to say, I got to say, hit me like the Joker. So like, that's, that's so not, not worth it. Yeah. All right. Here we go. 
I just want you to know that I felt completely safe in your arms, huh? and I never said that to a man before. I just want you to know that I felt completely safe in your arms, and I never said that to a man before. I feel like I, this sounds like Ryan Reynolds, mm, if I'm being honest. I'd believe that. I'd believe that. Um, but oh. I just, it's kind of one of those, a man saying it to another man. And it was somebody mm. muscular who saved him. I, I feel like I know the movie. And when you say it, I'm going to know that shit. Yeah, I know. You want a butterscotch soda it, but you can't. Um, Vaya, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. That was five seconds. Marcus uh, almost called know. me Cracker on air. Whoa. That's what just said. <laughs> wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're just oh, nuclear warheads that. just flying over here. Uh, Van Wilder? Does that? I mean, no, not I'm just going know. with Ryan Reynolds. This, I don't know. Like, I, for some reason, Leon the Professional is coming to mind, but I don't think it's that. Oh, like, oh, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, because you got, I, I don't know. You got Natalie Portman there, but I don't know. I'm not. Mm. I just used up the rest of our time talking about Natalie Portman. <laughs> That's this is okay. par for the course okay. for me. Great. Uh, guesses, gentlemen. Lock them in. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to say, I'm going to say guy just because. I'm gonna just say, guy, the new movie. Hold on, real quick. Mark, we got a, oh, We got a hint oh, from. We oh. got a hint. Leslie Nielsen. Who the hell is that? Oh, he you was Naked was Gun. That? He was in the Naked Gun. Oh, um, if I've seen a picture, I probably know. I don't know a lot of. I mean, Leslie. this could be the Naked Gun movies, but there's it's three been of there's so three long. of them. There's three it's been of so them. long. Jesus. Yep. All right, I'm gonna say um, superhero movie because he was in there. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say airplane. I'm just I'm I don't know. And I'm gonna go with the naked gun thirty three and a third because that's nobody the, went with uh, the nobody went with the cop what? movie. What? Wait, the cop movie. Wait a minute. The, what was the cop movie he was in? He was in um, He was that's that's uh Is that Naked Gun? That is the Yeah, naked gun. that's what we're talking about. I swear. All right, let's let's look this up because we're uh, we're No police squad. That is it. That's the that's the naked gun. Is that gun. naked gun? No, there's a movie called Police Squad. Yeah, I think I think we're all saying different things now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. I don't really care. Okay, <laughs> I've already I already got it wrong. So, I mean, this the is... cola. It's... Go ahead, Doug. No, go ahead, Brian. I no, it's we're all right. By the way, the Naked Gun colon from the files of Police Squad was the full oh. title oh, of the movie. Okay. okay. Rob Schneider is apparently in this movie too. So oh, just putting that out there. Man, what a turn he's taken. Yeah, he's it's yeah. Yeah, don't this is yeah. from the movie. This is from the movie Iggy, which is not something that we've seen. Uh I, I've never I, I need to see when this was made. We got it wrong, everybody. So I just want to <laughs> confirm Surprise, surprise, huh? Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't say I'm terribly surprised. I want to confirm the actual name of the movie to say what we got it wrong as. Um, well, if you're playing the game of did they fuck up, the answer is yes. <laughs> we most certainly all did. three. Yeah. All three. Oh, all three of us. Yeah. All right. That's a well, deep pull. They go. It's a very deep pull, and I have no idea what it is. So all the I know is we is got it wrong. Ninja Surfers. Isn't that the one with? Oh, I just saw a wow. flyer for that. He's surf, the villain. Surf, I thought that was a fake ninjas. movie. No, it's a real movie, and I've seen it, and it's amazing. I just saw that on TikTok. I just saw yeah, a flyer for that on TikTok is. today. 
it's a real movie. It's worth oh, it a, is. It's genuine review. It's a worth a watch. It is. Yes, I mean, it's a lot of fun. Oh, is it like Three Ninjas? Is there any relation it's, to Three Ninjas? It, it was I'm, riding that Three Ninja yeah. high, oh, but okay. basically the thro- the thread is is that two of them are brothers, <laughs> and then Rob Schneider is just a friend. And they find the two brothers find out that they were a like a part of an uh, a civilization from um like the like the east like mm-hmm. a small like made up country from yeah. like the that part of the world, um and Leslie Nielsen plays the general that took over the country and now all the regular people are being oppressed and so yes. like they're trying to like make their way they're they're going there to fight back but they're all three like california surfer dudes so it's oh. that's what makes it funny but it's like a family comedy the tagline yeah. is surfs up time to save the world that's it yep that's it that's the tagline jesus christ well there you go <laughs> there you go yeah well we got it wrong everybody that's <laughs> Uh, it's just oh, just right. Right. Nothing, nothing like a little dead air to hit you like a cold <laughs> shower. Uh, gentlemen, any news that you all want to cover this week? Marcus, you had a fun thing you wanted us to do, a little this or that. I know Play it on here, us, sir. I'm, I know people are here for the Taylor Swift thing, but You're I just, just feel have like to wait. it's been long enough, and I want to bring this to our attention. What's that? The Batman... Or the Dark Knight series, Red Peel or Blue oh, Peel. That's not well, fair. it's actually not the Dark Knight series. It's just the Dark Knight Rises. So oh. the Batman versus the Dark Knight Rises. Just okay. real quick. I mean uh You're gonna make me say it. I'm gonna go to Batman. I'm gonna go the Batman. I also said the Batman. <laughs> yeah, I I love I love the Nolan trilogy, but no way I'm I'm no. It's the the Batman is such a tight story. It is yep. so it is so. Oh my gosh! There's like a fourth act to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it actually I mean, makes like, sense. Gives a whole conclusion to a and, thing, and yeah, it's. It and then it. you have Dark Knight Rises, which is just like, hey, do you remember these Nolan Batman films? You're like, yeah, I can't mm-hmm. wait for a third one like it. And it's like, well. It's kind of like that. <laughs> it's kind you know. of that, but it's also not. It's also not that at all. <laughs> I just think that the Batman has aged very well. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. really the bottom line. Is was like it two years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was oh two God. years ago. And I, like, I rewatch. If it wasn't so long and so dark, yeah, I would rewatch it more than I already have. But it is yeah. a, it's a wallop of a movie. It is a wallop. It's a, it and is. I think the same thing with like Zack Snyder's Justice League and like that kind of same shit. Like I put that in the same realm of like really good. You got to pick a good weekend where you ain't got shit to do to watch. Yeah, a hundred percent. If yeah. you have a long flight, if you have a plane yes. ride, that's yeah. another yeah. good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, nice long trip. Um, Other than that, that's all I got. Man, right. Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> man, the first two acts of that are really good, and then you they get do. to the third act, and it's like, what if, what if Gotham had a street war, and you're like. Okay, I guess. And they're like, and what if Catwoman killed Raza Ghoul's daughter? And you're like, what? And Bane. And you're like, I did what? <laughs> like you, you're gonna what me? It's okay. it's weird because Nolan could have stopped if he really, really wanted to. Whoa. He could have stopped that Dark Knight, like I mean, the Dark Knight. Like he could have just I, ended it there. I get it though. I get why I he too. tried. I, do I get too. it. I do like you do want a conclusion to that. It was also the biggest fucking movie. Like 
I understand. Oh, yeah. That. It was huge. Like, I get it. But he could have stopped and his cherry on top. If he would have stopped with the Dark Knight, I think that would have sent him in a completely different direction because that movie is just fucking phenomenal start to finish. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if we would have yeah. got Inception the way it was, though. And I feel like Ooh. that is that's my favorite Nolan movie, Ooh, for better okay. or for worse. Yeah. So I, I'm OK with having a Dark Knight Rises in there. I'm yeah. OK with that. I'm good with All that. right. That's all I got. All right. Uh, Brian, what do you got? Uh, I just wanted to provide an update on the strikes. Uh, So a piece came out uh, last Friday and the W. So the Writers Guild got an offer and it's not yet good enough. So they're back to the negotiating table. We're not surprised there. Uh, But essentially some progress is is being made Um, right now. They're trying with some of the bigger points that they're trying to figure out is uh and i'm i'm reading through it here and i'm paraphrasing but essentially they want to guarantee a number of writers for a room in the contract uh which Hmm. was not something that was guaranteed in the last one so basically it's you're insuring people's jobs is essentially what that comes down to um uh they're also talking about um like minimum terms for writers on comedy variety shows in streaming so basically okay. they're trying to hammer home like, okay, if you're going to write something, you have to have this amount of people. And if you're, if you're going to do comedy streaming, like basically it's like, Oh, you got around it. Cause we don't have the streaming tag on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You gotta, you oh, still gotta yeah. pay those people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, but basically the WGA acknowledged that there have been quote, real discussions and quote, and quote movement end quote oh, on good. the issue of artificial intelligence, uh, which I, which is probably the biggest thing here. Um, mm, and this is a yeah. separate thing, but a judge recently ruled in a state case that AI cannot be copyright material. Um, no. yeah. And so I think, I think you're going to see the AI thing go the way the writers want it to go, because that means that any script that those studios make with AI, you couldn't copyright it. So basically, if they made an AI Batman script, that means the three of us could take that script and, we could, and, and then make our own it. thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, we, we could just make our own thing. I would produce the shit out of it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, <laughs> it would just, it would be AI though. It would be like, I'm Batman, King of Shadows. I'll take you down, clown face. You know, like that is just... exactly what an AI sounds cut, like. Cut. That was a little bit too good. Are you cut, an AI? Cut to, cl- cut to clown good. face. Ha 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 ha. I've poisoned the rat supply. And you're like, well, it's that's, not, you're so close. <laughs> well, so yeah, close, it's AI. Almost there. Yep, almost uh, there. But uh, those are like the three big things uh, from the WGA. There hasn't been any movement. What about Bob Iger being pissed off about the, 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 there was a report that said Bob Iger, Bob Iger was disappointed or he was aggravated or agitated that they didn't like the new deal. Um, um, uh, yes, Roman, we'll have our AI Batman performance on Patreon. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, amazing. there's been like, I saw those rumors too. I like have no idea how some state, like, I feel like they're starting to feel the heat though, because yeah. uh, they hired a crisis PR firm finally. To now start like communicating stuff outside of it. Um, and we know that Iger's upset because Disney was basically getting back on track and now this happened and they can't oh, they can't do anything. And I, their visual effects people are gonna it's unionizing. Yeah, they voted yeah. today that they're gonna unionize. Yes. Um, that so, is a variety woo. article, but they did say today that yeah. they are 80% want to unionize, so yeah. y'all are fucked. Yeah, I mean, they could have taken care of this a long time ago 
I, like, just, <laughs> here's the bottom line about people and movies, companies, and people. Sometimes it pay to just do right by folk. I, I yeah. honestly, a lot of times it paid to just do right by people the first fucking time. My coach was a, he was adamant. I just told this is one of the, the students I mentor of like, you, my coach used to press, you do it right, you do it light. Right. You do it wrong, you do it long. And so like, oh, you I just like have that. to like, I actually do like that too. Like you, you have to, yeah, shout out to um, Coach Harris. Um, but like, you do it right, you do it. And so like, just treat people right the first time at your base. And that yeah. would cut a yeah. lot of bullshit if you just did right by folk. Not yeah. perfect, just right. Right. I mean, we can't yeah. expect perfect. Like, fuck no. We're human beings. We can't expect perfect, but yeah. we can expect at least doing right by the people. Yeah. In general, yeah. like, because yeah. they'll do more for you. That's the bottom. Exactly. I mean, it's simple. It's very simple. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that's that's the latest from UWGA. Uh, we're we're about to hit Labor Day, so things are gonna get messed up. Uh, Dune 2 has already been moved. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craven the Hunter also moved. Okay. Uh, I'm, there's going to be a lot more. Son happening. of a bitch. Not they got Craven, everybody. They got Craven, y'all. Not they a, got Craven. They got it's, it's not happening. Uh, a, we should talk about. I want a podcast to just talk about how fine Zendaya is. Well, okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll save it for She's a bonus. Talented actress. And fine as hell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tom Holland, you fuck up. I don't have a chance, but goes, don't, don't, I was don't gonna say you gotta swoop in there. I mean, also, <laughs> with zero chance, Zendaya's movie Challengers also got. Moved. Here's what I'm gonna it say: did. There's something to be said. If Taylor Swift albums have taught me anything, there's something for boldness that I think is important to note. Speak now taught me a lot. Do we speak now? No, we gotta wait. We gotta wait. We gotta wait. Okay. Yeah, because Brian's got Brian's got reviews, and I we have to give play. everybody a heads up of the. Uh, Emmys. So the Emmys got pushed well, back to January of 2024. Oh, damn. But <clears throat> folks are starting to take bets, and now newspapers oh. and other areas are starting to go put out their predictions yeah. for who will win. Um, and Uh-oh. so Variety released an article of their predictions. And so I thought we would do a fun game where I read through the series. And okay. even if you haven't seen it, what do you predict just as a way to say, like, what do you think? So let's just, just do, do it. I mean, we'll do drama. We'll do comedy musical because that's how they're categorized. And then we'll do limited series. So we'll just okay. do the three. We won't do everything, but we'll do yeah. these. So right. here are the nominees for the best drama series uh, on that are that's currently up. Andor, Better Call Saul, The Crown, House of the Dragon, The Last of Us. Succession, White Lotus, and Yellow Jackets. Off the rip, right off the rip. Off I, the rip. I think it's it's a toss up between The Last of Us and Secession. I I I'm gonna go with Succession, not because I'm a fanboy, but man, there's just I love Andor, and I would love for Andor to win, but Succession's fourth season is just like. I don't know what episode they submitted, but like that writing yeah. is so tight. You can't, yeah. you can't touch it. Saul, maybe. I don't know. Here's, here's my prediction. Here's my prediction. Um, better call Saul is mine. 
and I'm gonna yeah. go with what I'd here's like the reason why here's Hunter. the reason why I have it. Sometimes academies and big groups of like, you know, awards folks, they like to recognize the entire yeah. achievement. Mm -hmm. And Better yeah. Call Saul has been on for such a long time that I could see them saying, and it technically went more seasons than succession. So I right. could see them being like, oh. we're not just gonna recognize succession. It's good, but Better Call Saul's been doing it for long. Yeah. So I, I can was see thinking, them. I agree. I was thinking succession for that same reason. And over a succession over Last of Us because Last of Us has only had one season. Yep. It was a moment, yep. but yep. it's not done yet. I think yet. moment's a good way to describe it. Yeah, yep. it's not done yet. So I was going to go yeah. succession, like edges <laughs> it a little bit, but I yep. agree with you. Honestly, I, I would love for Better Call Saul to win because I yep. do feel like succession is going to clean up in a bunch of other awards. Mm -hmm. Like they're yep. definitely locking in a best actor mm -hmm. uh, yep. or be 100%. best actor in a whatever, however they categorize it um like that's a lock to me that that's happening so i could see people being like well they're gonna win all these other awards we should probably give better call saul its flowers i also want to give a plug to that show Rhea seahorn who played who plays kim wexler mm -hmm. she's incredible in that show she has never won an award and i know she's nominated and i really i'm rooting for you Rhea. like i i know you're not, you're listening to the podcast i'm, I'm rooting for you you deserve yeah. you deserve this yep uh comedies Here's yeah. the nominees for comedy. Again, off the rip, knee-jerk reaction. Who you think is going to win? Let's Abbott Elementary, mm. Barry, The Bear, Jury Duty, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, and Wednesday. Ah, oh, shit. Off Some the of rip. these don't sound like comedies. I would go Abbott Elementary. It, uh, what was the second option? I'm sorry. There was one after Abbott that I said it would be a top Barry. Two. No, no, not Barry. Uh, the Kimmy. bear. Nope, not the bear. Jury duty. Ah. Nope. Only murders in the building. No. <laughs> Ted. Okay, do you want me to just read them again? Yes. <laughs> Fucking shit. Okay. <laughs> Abbott Elementary. Barry. The bear. Jury duty. The marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Only murders in the building. Ted Les Lasso and Wednesday. Jury duty. I mean, um, it would be Abbott Elementary or Ted Lasso. I think. I Okay. I'm, I'm with you. I think Abbott Elementary is the favored one to win here, but I do think the bear could sneak up on it. I'm not I trying to mean that in like an animalistic way. I just realized how I phrased that. But I do think it's between Abbott Elementary and the bear because I, I mean, Abbott Elementary just it has that formula down and, and yeah. it is formulaic, but they also have have just they've tuned into a frequency that more people than like mm -hmm. than more people than the office got to is what I'm trying yep. to say. Like it just hits that note, but the bear I, is just is the bear comedy though. That doesn't sound uh, right. I, I mean... I've been, I've watched Brittany and I have been, that's the new show Brittany and I just recently started and it's very good. We enjoy it, but it's, I did not think comedy is how I would place that. <sighs> like, it's like, I don't know, unless you find the stress of it funny. I don't Which know. I don't. <laughs> Um, nope, but they also categorize things so weird. They do. So yeah, no, I, I wonder if it was submitted and they're like, I don't know, it's not a drama. Yeah, <laughs> here's, 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 I think that I think you guys are right. Like, I think Avid Elementary will more than likely run away with it. I do think the other thing that's important to note is Abbott is the only one that's available for free to everybody, everything else is behind a paywall. Okay, that, that I wonder if that helps. But so, yeah. but if it's to the decision of the award pickers, right? They they're not going to say that, but yeah, yeah, they might have some. Yeah, okay, all right. Yep. Um, here's the best. Here's the nominees for limited series. All right. Beef, 
Dahmer mm. monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Daisy Jones and the Six. Fleischman is in trouble. And Obi-Wan Kenobi. What's the name of the, the genre? Did... Uh, this is limited or anthology series. I love Star Wars. I loved Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't know what it's doing there. I, I love I love I don't know about the, the I don't know about the category. I don't <laughs> yeah. know about the category. <laughs> but I loved Obi-Wan. I think yeah. Obi-Wan is one of the best Star Wars series that I've yeah. watched in a long like I enjoyed that a lot more I than agree. I should have, probably. Yeah. I yeah, I don't like, think it'll win though. <laughs> I, I don't think it'll win, and I don't know what it's. I'm happy it'll get recognized because I do think Ewan McGregor yeah. does such a good job, and it's such a good coda to the prequels. And I know we've talked about that before, but um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I think for this, I'm rooting for beef. I, I think Dahmer yeah. might get it, but I'm just, I'm so. I'm just kind of over the true crime stuff. Like I just feel like it's everywhere. I, I don't know. I also feel weird. And this is my personal thing. Like, I just nope, feel I'm weird. Like, yeah, you're going to get an award for playing a serial. I don't know for playing a serial killer. And I don't feel like. What does that do for the victims? I I do. I do think about the victims and I, I they didn't. I don't think the show. I think there's a way to do it. Like in trying to figure out how to honor those victims. But. At the same time, it's it's just like the way it's presented right now. I just it gives me the ick. I guess it's the, the most that I'm. Hello, Brian Roush, movie critic. I'm gonna call it. It gives me the ick. Very technical terminology here. Um, no, it just doesn't. It doesn't make me feel great. I can see it winning though because people just get really drawn in by that stuff. I but think I'm, it's between one of those. Beef. I think it's between one of those two. Uh, the others, I just don't know enough. I think you both are right with Obi Wan Kenobi. It's like, hey. Hey, pal, we invited you to the party. You're not going to do anything. You're just going to kind of hang out. Like, yeah. you have a role, but you play it. It's like it's like a five-year-old getting cast in the play, and they yes. play a tree. They play hey, a tree. On, they play a a tree. It's like, on. hey, thanks for being a really great tree. Couldn't have done it without you. Wait, Love wait the way in which you guide no. yourself to everything, but you're Damn. not You're not front and center. He's, wait, wait He's a not wrong. He's wait not a minute. Wrong. That's How? not me saying it's bad. That's just me saying, like, of the things that are there. Well, it is a limited series. It, it had is. a good weekly run. It told a good story. It, it gave some of that Darth Vader, it, not just the Obi-Wan side of things, but it yeah. kind of gave some of that Darth Vader, you know, backstory of like how Vader came to be, which we've, we have not seen that, you know, early Vader mm-hmm. live action stuff. Sure. I don't sure. think ever. Right. You know, and, and it no. also bought back, um, uh, Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen. I think as a, if, I don't know if it, it will remain a limited series. That's my only problem. Like good, if it gets point. a season two, then I'm like, okay, yeah, you shouldn't have been there. But if it was like, <laughs> this is a one-off, we don't need it again. It's Ewan McGregor, a big fucking star coming back to do Star yeah. Wars. I could see why it would be in the caliber of movies that it's in. Now, mm-hmm. my, it, I don't think it will win. What was the first movie? The, the first, first, I mean, the first, first series. The first was Beef. I think I'm going for beef. I think beef yeah. is more than likely. I'm going for, I'm rooting for beef. Like I think beef, Dahmer will win, but I think I beef agree. beef has a niche audience, but I think it had the better storyline if you watch it all the way through. It was I the agree. most unique thing yeah, on there. Agreed. That's honestly beef is probably the most unique <laughs> thing I've watched this mm, year. Sure. If mm-hmm. I'm be, if I'm if I'm talking about it that oh, way. Yeah. And like Obi-Wan is good, but man, like the things that Beef is doing in comparison to it, it's just like it's exploring so many other things and yeah. like 
Kenobi's just oh, a, sure. a sad swashbuckler, and I'm fine with that. It has its place. <laughs> it's, it's a sad space when, wizard. Sad space wizard sword fighting, which is fine. It's so, it, I enjoy it. <laughs> then you compare it to Beef and Ali Wong, just like she snap. murdered. She killed that. Yeah, like she I, should get. Ali Wong should actually just get a nomination or an award for Beef as like yeah. leading actor. I don't know if it's leading or if it's co. I, I, I don't know, know but. Yeah, Ali Wong deserves an award for that. Okay, okay cool. good. all right, Marcus, we're gonna carry on. We're gonna, we're gonna carry on. Wayward son. Actually, Brian, while he's waiting, I kind of want to hear your review about the movie on Netflix that you talked about. We're gonna talk about Taylor Swift. Okay? Yes, don't worry, we're gonna run over time. We're gonna talk about Taylor Swift. The ninety minute monster <laughs> is gonna get us. But Brian watched oh, a the movie. That, yeah, well, just a hint, it will get us. But I want to hear about this movie. Yeah. So, uh, yes, I watched Heart of Stone. Uh, on Netflix, starring Gal Gadot. Uh, it came out in earlier August, and it, uh, it I feel like it kind of flew under some people's radars because it was right after the strike started, so there couldn't be a ton of promotion for it. And then it's Netflix. They don't really advertise like the stuff unless it's like the day of, and you're like, you get a notification on your phone, and you're like, hey, this movie came out, and you're like, well, it's like noon on a Friday. I, I'm not going to remember this. And then you move on with your life, right? Uh, so, no, Heart of Stone on Netflix. It is a, I would call it a, a Netflix spy thriller. That's how I would categorize it. It very much has James Bond vibes, and Gal Gadot oh. is playing a double agent, which is one of the reasons that I liked it. It's written, uh, co-written by Greg Rucka. So for people that listen to the podcast, that might sound familiar because he also wrote a lot of Young Justice and a lot of other mm. uh, DC animated um, stuff that you might be familiar with. And yeah. 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 And as soon as I saw that name, I was like, I think I'm going to like this. And so essentially it's the, it's like, what if James Bond was like a double agent? It's kind of that premise and it's Gal Gadot executing on it. And she does a great job uh, with, with the movie. It is, uh, it's really funny. My, like my wife, Maggie and I, we kept talking like how every explosion in that movie was bigger than we expected. Like this was definitely one of Netflix's like, no, just turn it up to 11. It's an action movie. And everything explodes. Uh, there's uh, there's like two twists. I'm gonna say in the movie that one you probably see coming, one you maybe don't. Uh, if you're my wife, you saw them both coming. And uh, yeah, it's Gal Gadot uh, is the lead, and then the other person that we know played uh, Dorian Gray from the Fifty Shades Gray Fifty Shades Gray uh, romance series, oh. romance book series. Well, it that that became movies. Uh, and so he's in that as well uh, as another spy. And so it's a, it's a pretty intriguing premise. It's basically like Gal Gadot works for this organization called the Charter. And they're essentially an independent spy organization taking the missions that they want. So it's kind of like uh, the Kingsman, no. but like it, it, there's, it's completely international, uh, and they only do the stuff that they want to do, not what is good for king and country. Uh, so Gal Gadot does a great job in the, in the action stuff, like flat out, she's great at it. There were some one-liners that like didn't totally land for me, and that was just more of a writing and directing thing. Like they saw the same movie I did; they knew they were landing. They should have just had her do different dialogue. Um, but yeah, overall, I enjoyed my time. This is a solid Netflix movie. If if you have this, if you have Netflix 
and you have access to it, you're not going to be disappointed. This is this is a this is what I would think is like a good blockbuster movie that is on Netflix. It's definitely worth your monthly subscription. Uh, so yeah, that that's my uh, that's my Roush review of uh, Heart of Stone. I have a, oh, well, I have one question. I love that review, Brian. Thank you for doing that. Oh, I'm, thanks. I'm actually will watch you. You hit every you hit a couple buttons for me and i think you know you did the young justice writer oh yeah you know i love young justice oh yeah Um, and then also the james bond but like yeah you hit that and then a a niche like a niche yum of mine is when there's a spy movie and i love the name of like the organizations that they work for you know what i mean like it's it's like a fun organizational name like oh yeah or oh. the charter, or what was the one in John Wick? Um, oh my the gosh. it started with a C. That show just came out too. Oh god, I the Continental, the, the Continental, the Continental, or that was the place rather. Maybe not the um, yeah. maybe oh. not the place, but I do like yeah. that. One question for you and Brian, if you don't mind, I would like for you yeah. to add Maggie Roush too as well. Oh sure, you can also answer. Um, is Gal can can Gal Gadot act? Gal Gadot can act. Like that's that's something I don't that is not something that I had to hesitate on. She can act. Mm -hmm. I just feel like she's put in different positions and stories where like her natural strengths don't come to the front of it. I I, because in so in Heart of Stone, you need her to be this like straight edge agent who is going through some of these experiences for the first time. Um, and like finding her values a little bit and they might be different than the charter. Um, and I won't go into full spoilers here, but she does that well of like discovering that from the straight edge persona. Mm-hmm. Right. And we see that well with wonder woman, right? Mm-hmm. She comes from Themyscira. This is the only way it's ever been. Oh, I'm discovering the new world. Gal Gadot does that super well. Does she do snappy one-liners? Well, I, I don't, think so and that's not her fault i wouldn't if i was a director or writer i wouldn't be putting her in that position because mm-hmm. that's not that's not a strength i think she can act i'm actually really excited to see her as a villain in snow white mm-hmm. i think that she has the range for she'll, that she'll nail that oh she'll do great at that. exactly like she you, has the disposition just, for it i think exactly like, yeah. and it's the way that it's the way that she holds herself too mm-hmm. so I, I think that yes i think gal Gadot can act yes <laughs> uh doug Am I back? Can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Gotcha. Fantastic. Uh, Brian, thank you so much for holding down uh, my absence with that outstanding review. Sorry we oh, left shucks. you high and dry. Uh, gentlemen. Wait, hold on. Hold, 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 hold on. Did What's you hear that? my question? I did not. <laughs> can Gal Gadot act? Oh, yes, absolutely. There's no question. I just think that, that, again, like Brian, I think she's been put in some unfortunate situations where people have had to question that. But I think that she's... I mean, I think she's going to be I think she's an outstanding actress who has a good talent. Um, and I think she has a lot of range. I just sometimes thinks that, you know, she's a very beautiful person as well. And I think oftentimes folks leverage that in yeah. situations where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, no, you just kind of what some something for me to look at. And it's like, stop being a dick. Like she can also act. Knock it off. <laughs> OK. All right. Yeah. yeah. I I did not answer because I had nothing new or innovative <laughs> to add. No, no. I, I mean, just I just wanted to see what the room what the room was thinking as far as like if Gal Gadot can, if, if Gal Gadot can act, so I think she can. I mean, I think and she she's done comedy too. She did a, I can't remember the name of it, but there's a spy movie. Basically it's a parody and it's like mm-hmm. the spies next door. And she plays one of the straight edge spies. And then the neighbors are like, Oh, you're a spy. Like, so she does that type mm-hmm. of stuff. Like she can Got do it. comedy too. Yeah. So 
um yeah no I, I i enjoy seeing her act she actually would be great in comedy because she has that demeanor to be the straight mm -hmm. the straight mm -hmm. person so like in the in comedy there's yeah, this idea of someone that regardless of how ridiculous something is happening the most like someone who's still calm and still acting or still maybe even as ridiculous things is going like what are you doing like yeah. they're often called referred to as the straight man in that bit and yep. so that's she would be excellent in that role and sometimes straight oh, man, yeah. like the straight man is funnier than the people doing the things that are ridiculous mm -hmm. well and i actually i really feel like she she has an opportunity <laughs> like to do the funniest thing and she could do deadpan i feel like and because mm -hmm. she is seen as this oh, yeah. like supermodel i feel like she could absolutely kill that if it was oh if it yeah. was a comedy and she was the deadpan straight edge like i feel like she could really do do that well but she hasn't she hasn't been put in that position a whole lot y'all are gonna think i am just a, a man being a man right How so? so don't 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 well, get me i mean here. yeah but i just realized as y'all were talking how gorgeous gal gadot is she oh, is because yeah, i don't model. i don't yeah. think i've ever looked at oh like yes yeah, yeah. she's like yes she's beautiful you see like you see the <laughs> like you look on the screen and you're like yes wonder woman she's yep. the person playing wonder yep. woman is beautiful but as y'all yep. were talking i was like oh she she does resemble a supermodel Oh, she yeah. does have the. Oh, she's like tall and like. Oh, okay, like no, she's like. And then you put that all together, gorgeous, and you're gorgeous. Like, oh fuck, and you're yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah, that was really what it is. It was like bit by bit. I was like, oh fuck, like, yeah, she's she's gorgeous <laughs> as hell. Like, okay, yeah, that that checks out. I don't know why I didn't see that directly before. There you go. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck <laughs> I was. Usually, funny. I'm the first one. What, yeah, usually, what, I thought Snyder you were gonna start. Did you watch? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, when she's Wonder Woman, it's kind of like the way she carries herself. There's like an aura. But now yeah. I'm looking at her physical features and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah, she's fucking. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at a picture now. Like, goddamn. Like, why, yep. why didn't I see yep. this before? Yeah. Yep. What the really? fuck? Where the fuck have I been? We're surprised. Brian, Brian and I surprised you didn't bring it up. Was she yeah, a model? Welcome. There's there's uh, yeah. literally millions of us. Yeah. She was a model? God damn. Oh, yeah. Look at this picture. Holy shit. Oh, yes. She gave me the eyeball. Okay. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Let's look, everybody. It's time. We've danced Ooh. around it too much. She's fine as shit. Here, here comes the Taylor Swift, everybody. <laughs> here comes uh, here come Taylor now. Swift. The Taylor Speak Swift now. train is coming down the tracks. We are we're not in our getaway car. We are driving straight in toward it, is where we are at. So, um, so to give folks uh Brian, if you keep doing that, I'm gonna kick you out of the podcast. Uh I'm that's delicate, okay? Can you do just... are you <laughs> quoting? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So here so here we go. Um <laughs> I can't get past it now. So there was I made a couple statements saying I didn't get it. I kept bringing it up and now we finally said, "You know what? Let's put this baby to bed and let's just talk Taylor Swift." So all three let's of us it. listened to an album. So before we get into it, I want each one of us to say what album we listened to um and then we'll kind of dive into thoughts on that album and then also maybe if it's impacted our opinions of taylor swift uh uh afterward so let's start with marcus what album did you listen to I and listened, oh. and yeah i listened to speak now taylor's version Excellent. okay brian can you shed some light for those who may not understand sure. the taylor's version stuff sure what we are what brought marcus is referring to all right. To make this the most concise way possible, uh, I'm going to leave out a few details. I'm going to give you the broad strokes here. 
when Taylor originally recorded my name her music, her first six albums, I believe is what it was. She did not own the masters. And this is an issue in the music industry for forever. All right. So she wanted to buy those rights to her songs and the holding group that had them, which then got bought by an equity firm. So big machine records was then bought by an equity firm. And they were like, well, you can bid on them. You can bid on them. And if you're the top bidder, then you can own your masters. And she said, you know what? No, I'm going to make my own masters. So that's what she did. She's re-recording all six of those albums under her own label because she wrote those songs and she has the rights to sing those songs. So she's going to record all of that all over again so she can own her own masters for that. So they won't be the original recordings, but she will have Got her it. own version. Thus Taylor's version. Got it. Fantastic. Brian, what album did you listen to? So I, I also did the Buzzfeed quiz to figure out what era I was. So I re-listened to reputation, okay. uh, but then I also re-listened to speak now for fun. So I, okay. You know, both of those. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. I listened to Reputation. I listened to all of it. I listened it to Reputation top to bottom. Uh, Might have also been Marcus's nickname in high school. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I said Broad Strokes was my nickname in high school earlier. Oh, man. We tried so hard while you were explaining Taylor's (laughs) version. I thought you were laughing at me because I knew. Nope. We were were laughing because Marcus made a dick joke. Like right before we started. You know what's funny? Right before you reconnected back on, Doug, I said the 90-minute monster isn't going to get us. And... Here it is. I bought it out. Here it is. Uh, is. Um, Gentlemen, thoughts on the album you reviewed? Okay, I would like Brian to lead us as the resident T-Swift expert. expert. Brian, you have to ask the questions that are necessary for a good Taylor Swift review. All right. Okay. Lots of pressure. Yeah, please lead us, Brian. All right. Uh, okay. Well, we'll just go chronologically. So reputation came out before speak now. So Doug, what was your experience listening to this? What were your, what were your highs? What were your lows? Okay. So this album was not what I expected. Okay. And I will say that this album is not what I expected because when I think Taylor Swift sound, I don't, my, the thing that comes to mind is not like a lot of additional um what's the word i'm looking for um not an ad- a lot of additional like tracks and riffs that are electronic and yes. there's a lot of extra shit in here yes there's a lot and i'm and i say extra shit in the terms of like she'll bring up a dog and then someone pushed a button to make <laughs> dogs bark and it's like <laughs> yeah what, why would yep. like you don't yep. need to do that yep. um I will. Uh, so that's that's my knee jerk reaction. I also want to make sure very make it very clear. I am, albeit unaware of the way in which that people are writing songs about a former lover, not writing songs about a former lover. I am oblivious to a lot of it. Um, and so I just got to interpret this for this. And here's what I'm going to say. And I'm not trying to be gross. It's going to sound like I'm trying to be gross, but I am not trying to be gross. 
this movie's about fucking like this whole album is about her oh, like yes. about her wanting to Alice to the Marcus, wrong album <laughs> top top to bottoms this there's a lot of this of that's like there's a whole Some. song you guys Dress, dress, dr- dress yep. is another level. Yep. I'm gonna read you some lyrics yep. from Dress because when dress I heard it, I hit pause and I went, "What the fuck?" Um, here, here it is. Here it is. Listen to this shit. Amazing. Say my name and everything just stops. <laughs> I don't want you like a best friend. I only bought this dress so you could take it off. Oh yeah, take it off. Carve your name into my bedpost because I don't want you <laughs> like a best friend. Only bought this dress so you could take it off. Take yeah. it off. So, what I yeah. am okay. like yes. sitting here being like, this shit is wild. Like, why? <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, Taylor is usually known for like writing a writing a song about a boyfriend that broke up with her like six oh. years ago and like okay, so exercising I- those demons out. But this is <laughs> this for me. I was like. Did I get the wrong assignment? This feels no. like it should have been Marcus. No, you so got I, it. What the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> okay, so I feel like that is the one thing that I did learn from listening to my album speak now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was that my straight no chaser review of Taylor Swift mm-hmm. is that she does write breakup music. Like that is yeah. what I think my like the conception is for somebody who doesn't listen is Oh, mm-hmm. it's whiny break a little music. bit, but it, it's more than that. It's much yeah. more layered and much more storytelling yep. and painting yep. the picture. And I got to give her kudos as a fan, as a person who's a fan of lyricism from rappers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to say that her lyrics and the way that she presents a song and the, the song, the music that she selects, she's very talented in for me and speak now. It's more acoustic guitar. It feels like, yeah. Um, and it's not very heavy electronic synth- no. synthesized mm-hmm. synthesis, it's all like kind of shit like that. It's just very like there was a banjo at one point. There was a guitar. There was like some strings attached to it and very slow song. I will yeah. tell you now, I cried to a song in the yeah. shower when it came on, when I heard it for the first what? time. What song moved you? Um, Never Grow Up. That was the one oh, that like yeah, fucked me. That one gets. I'm I'm a I'm a very yep. That that one gets. That me one too. that one like the lyrics mm-hmm. in that one and like the way that she was talking and the way that she yeah. presented it. Yeah, I was in the shower just trying to get through the album and before I knew it, I was like, "Why the fuck am I tearing up?" So yeah. she has a way of painting a picture and providing layers. Yeah. So I got to give her kudos for that. And, and I think oh, the yeah. other thing is is to kind of like not just say like, "Oh, this movie's about you know." like you exposing a different part of yourself in an album that you're not known to. My last experience with Taylor Swift was the song Romeo and Juliet, where she's oh talking about mm-hmm. where she's talking about falling at, or 22. Cause I like to say 22 is fun to sing. I do. Like, um, I do like 22. 22. Uh, oh yeah. It's fun to sing. Yeah, um, you have to. It's also, it doesn't change. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 42. Also equally mm-hmm. appropriate. You just you change the number as long as they change the number. I like it. If I like Wait, it. Romeo and Juliet. Sorry, before you keep going, here's yeah. what also pissed me off. Not pissed me off, literally. I knew more Taylor Swift songs than I thought I did. <laughs> yeah. And so it was like, I've heard these in some capacity, some form or fashion, and I knew way more Taylor Swift songs than I thought I, I did. They're catchy. Yeah. They're catchy. Yeah, they, they, they're, there's some earworms in there, but yeah, yeah, I, I, 
I think what my so my previous is like she's singing about true love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you're writing, there's a difference between writing a lusty song and writing a love song. It's true. Yeah. There are different outcomes. So hearing this imagery throughout all of it, like there's another song, and I don't can't remember the exact title off the top of my head, but there's yeah. another song where she's talking about the scratches down her down your back. Sure, sure is. Whoa. From a from an intimate moment. And like it's, it's it, from it's, fucking Doug. Come on, we all grown here. Man. Come on, no, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep it above board. She well, mentioned it, funny. <laughs> but yeah. So she's talking about like this is how great it is. Like there is passion here. There's scratches right. down your back. And remember, my previous context is like those two things don't. They we all know as adults that they go together. Right. She has not ever exposed that part of herself. To the rest of the world. So I give her kudos for Got doing it. something brave and bold yep. and different than what typically you would think of when you're thinking Taylor Swift. And However. That, yeah. Go ahead. I, are you ready for hot takes or should I save my hot take? No, go you, ahead. Let's get to no, it. No, go ahead. Let's do it. My hot take is that song's single, that song's uh, single was Look What You Made Me Do. It was. That was the first single she released. The single was Look What You Made Me yes. Do. Yes. And throughout this song. Throughout this album, there are moments of Taylor, what I would, and the best way to describe it is rapping, or she is doing her best Lord impression. Yeah, I, I, it's definitely her dipping into like the hip hop ish vibe, like the way she's speaking. It's not full on hip hop or rap, but it's like, you're, you're talking like sing talky fast is like That's, the way I would describe it. So I listened to this album yesterday. So I listened to right. Reputation yesterday. And then I was like listening to it. I was like, there's something that it just it feels like it's taking something good and going a step <laughs> too far with it. And I think it's all the extra shit that's like, as I referred to earlier, all the extra like hooks and electronic sounds and all that extra stuff. So I actually listened to lord's first album pure heroin that came good out in 2013 that's a good album as, wow. a, as a basis of comparison good album. yeah and this is me not taking any shots at taylor swift this is a no. good album with some tracks in there that i really enjoyed my okay. first the, the 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 song i enjoyed the most that i would put on a running playlist no way would be so it goes so I, it goes I, is a great so go, so snaps. it goes i think so it goes is the best song on this album it it's a top three for me. It's uh, it's easily. easily the to me. I mean the best one on there. Um, and so I I so but I listened to the Pure Heroin album and I was like, this is better because it's simpler. I think if she had done, you could she could have pulled off. She has the pipes. It came out in twenty fourteen. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, it she has the pipes. Taylor has the pipes and the lyrics, the lyrics to be yep. able to do that, like talky rap, like speak singy type stuff. Right. But she just kind of went like, she took it an extra step. So I think Lord does it better. Okay. I have a, I have a comment. I want, I want to disagree with you there. <clears throat> I'm going to disagree with you. I also Please. think I listened to the wrong album. I feel like I was listening to the songs Amazing. that you were saying them. Like on, I have Spotify pulled up. And so I feel like I need to go back and listen to Reputation because that might speak now. I was told represents who my personality is. Yeah. And that's why I was listening. But yeah. Reputation sounds like it's more my sound of music. I yes. think it probably is. Right. And so I'm listening to a few songs. I listened to the one that you said. 
and I'm listening like, oh, okay, I think I would enjoy this and be able to actually, excuse me, listen through this. I want to disagree with your Lord statement only because Lord and Taylor Swift, for as much as I know about Lord, you know, I did listen to that album when it came out. I remember that. That was like in in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, From what I can tell, Taylor Swift has a very specific sound and talent and like it her execution is very specific and what makes a taylor swift song memorable lord was make it has a completely different style where she can get away with that simplicity but kind of add to it with some grunge or something there's something that lord brings to her album that's different than taylor but the execution is completely different i just see what you i see what you're saying in just the comparison i completely agree the execution is different but I think that for what for what reputation was trying to be, mm-hmm. fuck me. Look at who I've become. Reputation, <laughs> reputation. God damn it! Uh, Hello, darkness is playing again. I love um, it. I love it. Reputation was trying to be her pushing back on what we would constitute as a Taylor album. Exactly. Yeah, she was. She everybody was called, gets a rebel she, album. She was. She yep. was called in the headlines naive she was called in the headlines like that she's petty and it's all because that she for some reason people backed i want to go back and interview these people now and be like so in 20 so in 2017 (laughs) oh man in the taylor uh kanye west beef (laughs) you backed kanye west thoughts on it now that he wore a black ski mask on alex jones show Hey, uh, hey, actually, you can give me the microphone because I was one of those people. So, so it, it it's it where I was where I it, so it's just it's a different time. It's always like was... boxing. I support black. I don't want to see that. <laughs> it's just, it's just that's how my granddad raised me. It was like if you ever see somebody in the ring, just go black. He was like, hey. right, yep. <laughs> but anyway, so like that's the reason why like the album stands alone is in, and is different. I yeah. think it's. I agree with you. It's comparing apples and oranges, which mm-hmm. is not a fair comparison, nor does it make anything. But I get it. it. I do understand. But it, that's though. when I'm thinking it. about how their the sound for this album is. There's they're similar, and there are songs on here that are similar. Um, but yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah, <clears throat> Brian, no, and, what's up? No, I just wanted you to go to your next question. Oh, I was. I mean, like, I was just gonna say, you're absolutely right, Doug. I mean, the Reputation album is very much like I'm fed up with people putting me in a box. I'm going to mm-hmm. do a little sing talk rap. I'm going to do a pop song. I'm going to slow it down. I'm going to talk about a getaway car. Like it really was this kind of hot, like mashup of like what she, what she wanted to put out there that she could be different. And then I feel like you get to new year's day, which is the last track on that album. And it's like, Oh yeah, this is like the Taylor Swift I'm used to. And she's talking about being sad that, she can't be with someone, but she is with them, but they're cleaning up champagne bottles on New Year's Day, which is like bittersweet, you know, but like it's kind of that feeling at the end of the album of like, no, nah, I'm still here. I just I'm angry and I'm going to just I'm going to just do me. I'm going to do like I'm going to do my base instincts here. Just kind of it feels very much it. like a, it feels very much like a you don't know me at all. Pretty like, much. It's, you think you think you have some semblance of who I am and who I'm supposed to be. And yes. this is very much it's like when Bob Dylan went electric, like Bob Dylan yeah, for exactly. all of his years was a folk singer. He played with a guitar and it was him and his yep. voice and people loved him. The minute he plugged that guitar into an amp and had a band oh, behind man. him, people were like, fuck you and <laughs> fuck this sound. I yeah. hate it. And yeah. it 
reputation feels very much like a you're trying to go a little bit more electric in that it, it right. using the term but like it's it's yeah it's very much the rebel it, album for sure and, and i mean and you're right too i mean when she's talking going back to dress this this album is very much like i have things thinking okay i have i have some thoughts up here because she talks about it and ready for it she's like in the middle of the night I got thoughts of you mm. and me on an island or something. And you're yes, like, hey, yes. What? <laughs> in the <laughs> like, middle of it. And it's, yeah. she has, she, the three refrains, it always starts within the middle of the night, but the dream is always yeah. different. Yeah. Like every, so, and it continues through the whole album too. Yeah. Every artist gets that one rebellious album. Oh, for sure. I remember when Chris Brown did it and he started talking about sex songs. When, and when we remember Chris Brown from like the Jimmy Neutron fucking double, movie album. Double Mint. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and all of a sudden he had tattoos and then he was talking about sex. And it, it always catches people like the Jonas Brothers. Same fucking thing. Like when the yes. Jonas Brothers started talking about it, everybody Good was like, point. oh my God, I can't believe yeah. it. I mean, so, look yeah. at my. I mean, look at Miley Cyrus. Like again, she went from yeah. like Hannah Montana to Party in the USA mm-hmm. to she came in Man. like a wrecking ball, and everybody yes. was like, "What the fuck happened to you?" <laughs> and it was like layoff. All right, like. <laughs> The other I mean, thing that I, the other man. thing that I, I was interesting, and I'm glad you did the refresher on the Taylor's version stuff, Brian. Oh, because I, especially for songs like that, where you're sort of like, you know, for musicians, lyrics are a portion of yourself. Like you're taking right. your thoughts and putting them in a way in which that people can understand. It's a way to convey a sense of how you feel. Um, and so to have someone else own that, especially those. That's yeah. shitty to another level. Like the the whole thing is shitty and shouldn't have happened. But what I think is interesting is there's this whole like, like I mean, you're talking about like having fantasies about the person that you love, and yes. you don't even have the rights to that fucking song. That's that seems weird to me. Well, Scooter Braun is an asshat, so there's that. Oh um, yeah, Scooter. I didn't even mention Scooter Braun. That's like yeah. a whole other chapter in this. But yeah, he's. It looks like he's getting what he deserves. Yeah, something's happening because he is selling everything, and yep. I'm not sure if yep. a scandal is on the horizon. But if it is, boy, oh boy. Well, and- if she buys back, if she, if Taylor, <laughs> in an ideal world, this is what I want for Taylor. Scooter Braun loses her masters or whatever. He sells it, right? She could buy it back because she goes on this tour, made a shit ton of fucking money. Right, buys right. back her masters and Taylor's version's masters. Oh, yeah. fuck. Like, you are yeah. good to go. You know what I mean? Like, that would be crazy. Yeah, yeah there's been a lot of weird stuff because, like, a lot of high-profile people have left his company, like, that, or that his company represented. Bieber, like, yeah. Bieber, Ariana Grande, yeah. um, are like the two heavy hitters, and then yeah, he, Bad, his Bad company, Bunny left too. Did he really? Yeah, Bad wow. Bunny left. And I know that he, his company just got bought by, uh, I believe it's a South Korean yeah. uh, pr- yeah. production like company, same as him. But so there's a lot of stuff going on there. But oh, um, yeah. but yeah, Stand any a, any final thoughts on on your reputation, Doug? Um, I don't get why this is me. <laughs> Are you kidding? It's sex I, I don't know. It's yeah. I was sort of like, am I, I a pervert? And just no one's telling me to my face. Like, no. is that is that what's happening? No, uh, Reputa- you no. would do the worst shit ever. No. Oh. <laughs> wow. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, 
No, Reputation yeah. is the you're album. You're gross, Doug. Just yeah, like you're giving you. the finger to everybody, and you're like, I'm more than That's what you true. say about me. I and Doug, you, you give that vibe sometimes, like, and I like it. So, well, go. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Man, Smart, no final thoughts. I mean, all in all, it wasn't an unpleasant experience. Let's say that. Okay. Wasn't unpleasant. It was not unpleasant. I don't see the appeal. So are you this fine? Is it you? I'm just very I'm, talented actress. I've yes. missed them and fine as hell. We and yes, singer. you too. Yes, and uh, fine as hell. But what did you feel about your speak now experience? I know it was a bit longer than you were anticipating. Yeah, but... mine was 55 minutes. Yeah, and you said yours was an hour and a half. I an hour like, and 44 oh, minutes. An hour and 44 minutes. So I found out why it's an hour and 44 minutes because I did look. I was tempted to listen to not Taylor's version, but yeah. I was given specific instruction by my friend and uh, coworker Emily, who told me, well, "You don't dis- if Taylor's version is out, you listen to Taylor's version out of yeah. respect." So yeah. I get that. So I do understand. Got it. Um. So I listened to Taylor's version and the reason why it's longer than the original album, which is the original is only 15 songs. So it's about the same amount of time that Doug's uh, reputation album is, is because she added six additional songs that were unreleased from the vault to speak now when she re-released it. So that is, that's a hefty amount of music. Like six additional on a deluxe is like crazy in hip hop. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's pretty wild. So yeah, I had, Speak Now, I think it's a, it's a good album. I don't think that it's per se my particular sound. I think if no. I have to pick a sound, it sounds like Reputation would have been more mm. of yeah. my alley, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I think I'm, I'm going to listen to Reputation tomorrow at work, so I can just nice. give it a fair shot. Speak Now, it was it was hard to get through, not necessarily because of the length, but yeah. because of the content of it. Yes. It's very yes. heavy, and that's I mean, it, it just made it every from the beginning from the jump of the song like kicking off the album with mine right i like sparks fly then you get into back uh back to december then the title track speak now then we get into dear john dear john dear john i'm not gonna lie to y'all i skipped i skipped it halfway through um and i had to go back because it was six minutes and 45 (laughs) seconds long it's like yeah i get it I couldn't do it while I was in the shower. I did go back this morning and finish well, that one song. I mean, it's a heavy song too. I mean, it's, it's a basic, lo- I don't know long. what the fuck John Mayer did, but God damn. How, I mean, lo- how long was your shower? My shower is, <laughs> uh, so I can't hold you. My showers are usually long. Like I like to sit I mean, here and listen to music. He made it to Dear John. So I mean, yeah. we're looking at at least 20 minutes here. Yeah. I like to be in the shower. I like to use a, I pay for Damn. hot water. So guess what? I'm going to use that motherfucking hot water. That's how, it's, that's how I know you don't have kids. No, you're like right. You, if you're they right. get in there, it's like in and out. You you're got right. somewhere to be. But I had siblings. So when it was four of us oh, and parents go. and all living oh, in the hang, you know what I mean? Sure. Water goes quick. So I did like Mean. So I did like oh, Mean. And that was one of the songs well, that I ended up knowing. But the one that really made, really got to me um, was Never Grow Up. And that was the one that yeah. like I yep. started crying. Um, yep. Um, yeah, kind of in the shower. I was I was crying because I was like, "That's a heavy." But it's just speak now is just very heavy. I understand. It sounds like she literally opened up her heart and just put it all in between guitar strings and ink and pad and pen. Yeah, and like I yeah. I I fuck with that. Here's why I can't be a hypocrite. Okay, the reason I see why people like Taylor Swift, I see why the Eras Tour is popular. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Because she, I could imagine she does the same thing for people that J. Cole did for me when I first listened to J. Cole. 
Right. There is this, I remember being at college at North Carolina Wesleyan University as I was checking in, going into my room, folding up clothes and putting them in the fucking thing. And J. Cole had a line in the song is like, this one, I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, this one is for the, this one for the college kids folding up their clothes, blah, 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 blah. Oh. Man, in my mind, I was like, yo, this motherfucker is like in the room with me talking to me directly. Mm. I can absolutely understand why. First of all, Taylor Swift writes really good music. Can't even hate on her lyricism. She makes really right. good music. Can't even hate on her music making abilities. She makes music that you can scream and sing along to very yes. easy. And when you sing it along, you're going to relate to that shit to your core. So I yes. get it. I absolutely understand now. I think you distilled it perfectly. Yep, 100%. I, I can't even add anything to that. You you nailed it. I have something to add. Mm-hmm. Here's the other piece of it, and I think this is the other reason why that it kind of got up to be such a big deal, and this this train has gotten so much steam. Is right. This is to her credit. Seventeen years. Her yeah. first album released in two thousand and six. That was yeah. my sophomore year of college. Oh, and yeah. so if you were junior senior high school freshman sophomore college and that album drops there are moments where she's talking about things on that album where she's saying how she's feeling and she's talking about yes. maybe a breakup or maybe how she's feeling towards somebody else and it pings to that moment that thing that you brought up marcus yeah. and then that train people have grown up mm-hmm. and having yeah. been at least in terms of their pop cultural lives, those been significant moments for them on the course of to who they are now. So I think the era's tour and the reason why it has generated so much revenue, what, $2 billion. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bank, Um, just banks, literal economic shifts in the city. She goes through. (laughs) Yep. She's making financial uh, gains for the cities that she tours in. It's for a reason. It's because it's because if you went back three years, you could relate. And then you were uncovering all this other music. Maybe you had heard, but maybe Mm -hmm. never experienced. Or it's something that over the course of the past 17 years of your life. um, I mean, she's 33. You guys. She was 17 in 2006. Right. So like she's. Like, she's about to enter middle age. Yes. Fuck you, Brian. No, she's not. <laughs> Doug, I hate to tell you this, man, but she's she's only like two years behind you, man. Oh God. Yo, that's also a wild I'm concept hang to me. Hang up my running shoes now. I'm done, everybody. That's a wild <laughs> concept that she is that old but that young. To yeah, be I mean, a, to one to be in a, to be a woman at this level mm, in yeah, the I mean, game of music industry or industry at all this long with little to no um scandal little to no quote-unquote cancellations or whatever i'm starting to hate that fucking word too but like me too um i think it's it's to her credit now as i was talking to my friends piper and and emily they said that she's very strategic in the shit that she does right from her marketing like she lives her fucking brand right so whatever yeah. it is, like she has an aesthetic, she has a brand, and she follows that brand to the T. Um, yeah. To be a woman in the game, I put it on the caliber of like Beyonce. That's the only person oh, I can think of at the same high yeah. level. You don't, and that's I, you not don't... a versus. That's just like, it's like no. 1A, 1B. I absolutely understand. I, well, it's the difference. It's the difference between the um, – it, it's, it's the same reason why like love them or hate them. 
Tom Brady was a different level of quarterback. He right. prepared in a way in which nobody else prepared. It's the reason why he went so long Made in the middle of the league. Yeah. It's the reason why he won so many championships. The same thing happens here. You don't become a strong woman in the music business mm -hmm. without having that, whether it's right or wrong. Mm -hmm. I think it's a little unfair to have the societal expectation that they have to prepare totally like this, right? That they have to be that strategic. Mm -hmm. But the reality is the Beyonce's, the Taylor Swift's don't make it this 17 years in the music business mm -hmm. by just, I think today I'll release a new album or maybe I'll, I'll go off book. There's a book you stick to it. I, I, I also got to give Taylor credit for her consistency you know, she, the themes of her album, the themes of her album, whatever she constructs and packages, that's exactly what the album sound like. As I'm listening to bits and pieces of, uh, of reputation from Doug, what he was just playing, uh, reputation sound like reputation. Speak now sounds like speak now. And there is no mistaking that speak no. now is speak now. There like, there's a very... vibe, there's an era, there's a, there's a, uh, there's an air. Sorry, not an era. There's an air. There's a vibe. There's a tone to speak now that there's if I'm in a yeah. specific mood, yes, there's a frequency to yeah. like the music. So if I'm yeah. in a specific mood, I'm going to go to reputation. If I'm in a oh, specific yeah. mood, I'm going to go to speak now. But Emily told me today that when they're on her tour, she only has two songs from speak now. And I think it's enchanted and sparks fly. And that I could right. see why, because those songs are a little bit more, upbeat they play I'm for assuming. an audience a little bit better and yeah I, they play for an audience and they're i, I mean it's what probably I, sparks fly is probably like one of the more well-known mm -hmm. like tracks from that album um and then i i well and i read something when her tour started was that when they built the set like when they built her track her track list uh or the set list there we go She's not she wasn't doing as many songs that she doesn't have, like the ones that she has the rights for to the masters because mm, she knows that people are going to go listen to it. So like when they built it out, they're like, OK, like, what do you have access to? Which is why it's kind of more like lopsided towards the end for Midnight's Evermore folklore, all that stuff. Yeah, I, I think I think the other thing there have been very few there are very few artists that survive a redefinition of their sound. There yes, are very few over history. I mean, classic rock is the best example because if you yeah. started in the 50s, you were a more like laid back type of, you were a little bit different. So like the Beatles released their first album in 1963. But if yeah. you listen to an album like Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club, Hearts Club Band, <laughs> which is from the 70s, and there's yeah. a song on there about like doing LSD, those are inherently different sounds than I mean, where they were and they've she's managed to survive that those yeah. read, those those one-offs and those different moments where the air to marcus's point is fundamentally different that's talent at a level that you don't typically see well and i feel like with with speak now it feels like for her second album she she did fearless and she was just like okay like i know what i'm doing i'm gonna kind of like push it and i'm gonna get a bit more intimate with my lyrics and once she did speak now, it was it like you kind of it's like, wow, this some of this is kind of raw. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not all refined, but it's mm -hmm. good and mm -hmm. I enjoy it and I'm singing along to it. And then I feel like that sets the stage for where she's like, I think I want to be more pop. Like, yeah. that's what it feels like to me. She did speak now and she's like, this country stuff's fine. But like, 
I can like speak my truth way mm-hmm. more in like a pop atmosphere, which is how I feel like you get to reputation when there's like bass beats and electric drums and synth and sing talking, you know, it, like uh, reputation, reputation came out first. To that, no, yeah. reputation came out after speak now. So yeah, 2017 reputation came out. I definitely can see how speak now. Um, I can definitely see how speak now could have put her in a box. Right. Yep. Because that is just a specific sound. And if that's what people were anticipating, if this if it hit yep. like I think it hit back then with this type of lyricism and this type of talent back in whatever year that Speak Now released, uh, yeah, I could see how that shit hit and maybe put her in a box. And yeah. I think the I think the other thing is I think without her country roots, I don't think she's as I think if she jumped, Brian, to your point, if you play this out and you say like you play the the what if game, right. I think if she were an artist who came out and did like pop right away. Yeah. I think she would have blended in and would have gotten, fr- I, I think pop music would have left her behind. I, I think they would have been like, Oh great. Another strong female woman with great pipes, but mm, you know, jumped right into I pop. Mean, I think the fact that she was a country music lyricist for such a yeah, long time, yes. she had to, to weave that storytelling yes. into her songs and she learned it and cut her teeth there until she got to where she's at now, which I think is a I remarkable agree. place to be. And I, 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 I mean, I agree. Like, I think that I I was happy we chose these albums because they're so different and so different. I'm, I'm glad that, uh, I mean, I'm glad you enjoyed them. You didn't have to enjoy them by, by any means, but oh, I was uh, anticipating on hating it. I mean, I, it's I, not for everybody. I get Brian, it. I tried to hate it. Like I was telling my, I was like looking for things that she said during the song that I was like, oh yeah, like you have real problems. Like I, like she would have a lyric about like having to do something difficult. And my knee jerk was reaction. Like, you don't do, you don't do difficult shit. Like I like, like, (laughs) but then I had, but then two seconds later, I'd be like, I don't know. This is kind of catchy. Like it's, it's just it's like you tried, catchy, you man. tried so. I tried so, so hard to not enjoy it. The only one I didn't enjoy is the most popular song on there, and it's just because I can't. Yeah. I just look what you made me do. I just, I don't. It just doesn't. It's not. I, oh I, I don't get it. Like that one. That one. I don't know why you chose that one because there were so many other better songs. I mean, on that album. But I get. Of, but also, I get why you chose that one. It kind of feels like the the I'll, the Black Mirror effect. Like the first episode of Black Mirror is like one of like the most challenging episodes of TV I've ever watched. Rest of the show amazing amazing and i feel like when she released like ready for uh look what you made me do it was like this is gonna be really different so if you can do look what you made me do then you're gonna yeah. like the rest of the album you're gonna and like the this rest isn't of this. your jam like eh, it's not for you and that's a great strategic mindset to, i mean if that's the strategy you know? she had that's the strategy and it worked because obviously but. if you loved it you were gonna listen to the rest of it so yeah, yeah. this was I, good yeah it was it was good it was good i want to listen to reputation I need to listen to something else. It's not that I was ever a Taylor Swift hater. She, I love. I'm a fan of good music. If you know me, you know I just like good music, right? And she, she just showed me. I listened and finally I mean, just took the time to listen. It. She just makes good music. Now all of it's not for me. I did not. Oh, care yeah. for some of these songs on the album. I could have like, okay, yeah, this is not for me. But I, I gotta endure through it to finish <laughs> the entire project. But yeah. I just think it's because this particular sound was just not for me. That's the it. 
and I get it because, like, I again, I'm a 37 year old man, yeah. and speak now is like middle like, age. And I'm I, I mean, speak now is just so young adult to me mm-hmm. of just like, oh, love is tough and hard, but I love it. I mean, I'm gonna leave out dear John because she obviously went through something there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, the rest of it is just kind of like. Yeah. You know, you're kind of like learning all this stuff for the first time. And that's like what speak now is I'm I'm not in that phase of my life, which is mm-hmm. kind of the reason I like Midnight's and 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 like other stuff like the later Taylor, because like, oh, like it's more it's more matching what the vibe is. Um, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, any any last thoughts, Marcus, on on speak now that maybe you didn't get a chance to share? I definitely out I, I, two things I would love for I would love to be able to go back and listen to speak now the original version to hear oh, the yeah. difference in tone because this is a much older Taylor Swift and Taylor's version who is like yes. singing so I would love to hear the difference in like the emotion that you because she's not in that space anymore no. so when you recreate this music not being in the, as an artist for me as I, as I make music yeah. I know what it feels like to write a song when I'm in this sad depressive heartbroken state and then go back and listen and be like, what the fuck am I talking about? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like or it, yeah. or it didn't hit the same when I'm trying to re-record it. Um, yep. Yeah, totally. The other thing is, I definitely can see how her music would be timeless to kind of oh, counteract yeah. the previous point. Yeah. Like the lyrics, the way she paints the picture, the music. I can see why it is timeless 100%. and it will age well for multiple generations. Oh my gosh! Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I get it. That's how it is. Yeah. I- I, I think what I'll add to that is um, I want to do – I would like to do this experiment like with other artists. I was going to say that too. This would be a lot of fun to be like, all right, give me give me young, like right just getting off the – like just get, arriving on the music scene, like David Bowie. Then give me his last album, oh, and let's listen to the differences. Oh right. boy, that would be. I, you like, mentioned the Beatles, and that's kind the of Beatles. Right on the, tape. the Beatles is wild. Like that <laughs> one's really yeah, wild. But like all of them are are all of them are wild. But this would be fun to do. Like, and it'd be hard to do. Like, it'd be fun to do it with. Let's listen to a Destiny's Child album, <gasps> and then let's listen to a Beyonce album, oh, and yeah, then like just oh, hear oh, the differences gosh. in sound yeah. and lyricism and just I, all of it would be wild as hell that'd be fun i to need do. i need to get this thought out before it escapes me and we wrap up um i i feel like the logical progression of all this by the way with beyonce and taylor on tour at the same time like both breaking together. records and everything like it ends with a collab like it has yeah. it had there has to be a beyonce yeah. taylor collab and like yeah. You can work out the details later of who's featured on who, but I just I feel like this is eventually yeah. where we go. Like, it's like that. It's like that lady got unless something happened when the Kanye West stuff came out. Yeah, and Beyonce support overly, maybe overly supported and blindly because we all did the same thing. Well, supported Kanye, but I could. It, I wonder if it'll be like when Lady Gaga and Beyonce dropped the telephone yo, together, right? And it's yo, like mm. Lady Gaga and Beyonce. Like I don't even know who song it was, but yeah, yeah. good point. They might have just single build it themselves, yeah. but I think it's also important that when the VMA stuff happened, that like when Beyonce won, she invited Taylor Swift up to like. She so did. like she clearly was trying to stay above it all. So yeah. I I don't know. Who well, knows? again, that's the strategy. I mean, again, that's the strategy part of it. Like you can't it can't be controversy because that's a that's a killer. So um, we should do these as a bonus. 
Like these would be yeah. fun. Like these would be yeah, this fun. Would be a great bonus. As, uh, we we should do this as a bonus more frequently. And oh. if you are listening to this and you want us to do more of this, let us know and then also give us uh, albums you think we should like or artists you also, think we should dive into. And subscribe to our Patreon because that, that's right. going to be a Perfect. great way to show us that this is something that that you want. Yeah. You can't tell, but I'm weaking behind these glasses. <laughs> <laughs> um. Gentlemen, anything else that y'all want to chat about before we pivot on over into plugs? Uh, thoughts on Ahsoka, just real quick from y'all. Like, should we watch? Sure. Should we not watch? What are y'all real quick thoughts? I, I mean, here's what I'll say is being the non, like, I had no information on this going into this at all. I didn't watch Rebels. I yeah. was aware of Rebels. Um, the first two episodes, the first episode in particular does a great, like, previously on like kind of to brian yeah. I think you made that point earlier and you used that exact language so i'll credit because that was Gosh, well ups. said of like it, this was a hey did you miss it here's what <laughs> happened like and it was really really well done um i also think that this star wars show feels a little bit different than the others like i feel oh, like yeah. this story like it feels a little bit different than <laughs> even like Kenobi or even um, the Mandalorian. Like I'm, I'm very excited to see where this goes. Like it's cause it's connected, but it's not like I haven't enjoyed my time with it a great deal, but also I'm a big fan of anytime star Wars works in like Nazi hunters into its content. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Yes. So the fact that there are the fact that there are Imperial agents out there or yep. folks who are formal Imperials who are still loyal, you don't know where they are. That's what a sign yep. of our what a sign of our times, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's hotly relevant. Uh, Very yeah. relevant, but yeah, I've yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, well, oh. it's all about the profits, Doug. Um, and uh, no, I think I you know I think next week we could probably get into like mm -hmm. we can get into more of it with three episodes down, or maybe we'll do it at the halfway point. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I think so far the show does what it needs to do, and and setting up where we're going on this adventure. I like how they introduced Ahsoka. It felt very Raiders of the Lost Ark, which mm -hmm. I like that it gave her her own agency. And I liked how much time we spent with Sabine, who's a character I'm familiar with, uh, with Star Wars Rebels. She's kind of like an artistic Mandalorian. It's kind of like a teenage Mandalorian. That's like, I don't want to be a Mandalorian, but they're still Mandalorian. Um, so she's going through a lot. And I really like, I, I really like where I could see Sabine's journey going in this i love the lightsaber dueling i mean i i just i big shock i like the show uh and from a review standpoint i feel like they did a really good job cramming all this exposition into the first episode up, because basically you have to cover rebels essentially mm -hmm. um and then in the second episode it was pretty much its own it was its own story to me um yeah and uh yeah there's a lot of great stuff there. We'll we'll talk we'll talk more as, as more episodes come out. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes. Brian, just real quick, I want to piggyback off of that thing you said about Ahsoka. She yeah. feels different as a Jedi, kind of not Jedi. Like she yeah. feels so different than what we've seen before in those type of yeah. characters. And it's really, really refreshing. Like there are pieces of it where her, you can clearly see her Jedi training come through, mm -hmm. but then there are other portions of it where you're like, mm, not quite. And I'm yep. on board for all of it. So 
Yeah. And uh, I, I feel like Ahsoka is like this. She feels like this like older hippie who was oh, raised yeah. like in a very devout religious organization. So she has all these traditions. Right. But she's like, I don't agree with any of these. I'm gonna go do my own thing. Like mm, it's yeah. the, it's that attempt to reconcile it. I feel like is what makes it so compelling. Yeah. Yeah. We're, thanks. You yeah. Uh, anything else that you all want to cover before we sign it off for today? This was, this was chock full of good stuff. There was a uh, lot. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's do it. So I am going to plug at, the love. Look, look at, look at, look at Marcus pushing the pace. I thought I we was, it. I thought we was there with the cue. <laughs> no, I, you're good. I, I misread the cue. I misread no, 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 no. no, you're fine. I, wanna... I did. Well, I do. Sorry. I did want to say that, uh, go ahead. If you thought we were just going to hate on this album, so did I. <laughs> that's, that's the sentence that's i'm so fair. happy we recorded this i'm so happy this will <laughs> yes. exist in the internet it um, does now sadly okay i want to make sure i get this right uh so my wife uh maggie is starting a new business venture it's oh. called color me confetti uh she's collaborating with her sister on it so if you go to etsy.com and search color me confetti shop uh, in that search bar, all one word, you're going to see some designs for party favors. These are things that you can print out at home. If you're throwing a party, there's there's banners. They're themed with mermaids. They're themed with donuts. They're themed, they're, they're cupcakes. Anything that you need. You need a quick party decoration. This is the spot to go. So color me confetti on Etsy, all one word. Wanted to promote that new business venture. That's this is awesome. I'm looking at it now, and it's this is really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is pretty cool. How do I spell confetti? That's a great question. <laughs> I struggled with that several that's, times. That's okay. Confetti is spelled C-O-N-F-E-T-T-I. And I'll uh, I'll message that to put in our podcast description. We yeah. will put it in the we'll have a link in the episode description. This is awesome. This is well, awesome. Cheers to Maggie. Cheers to Maggie for doing that. That's cheers really to that. Yeah. Uh, Marcus, what do you got? I'm looking at Color Me Confetti. Come back to me. <laughs> okay. Um, I would like to plug this podcast. So if you like us doing random stuff like, oh, I don't know, uh, yeah. reviewing Taylor Swift albums or whatever, um, head over to uh, – I got to find it. Uh, head over right. to patreon.com slash films in black and white to sign up for one of our tiers or really the best way to share the love is to set, share us with a friend or a family member um, and uh, let them know that we do some cool things. So yeah, Brian, check can us you out drop over there. That, can, Brian, can you drop that link in this chat? I will. I will. I just want to show that right now. Sorry, I'll do that right now. While Brian is doing that, please. Uh, oh, never mind. He showed up uh, relatively quickly. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled that hey, up rel relatively quicker than, quicker than I thought. Um, this is, I kind of want to just show what it looks like. Oh, geez. This is yeah. actually really dope, man. This uh, is very dope. They, they've worked really hard on it to to get it to to where it is. And... So this is dope. Color me confetti. C o l o r m e c o n f e t t i shop s h o p. Party supplies, wedding favors, treat bags, and holidays. I mean, just it's in Maggie Roush's nature. I do believe. Never met Maggie a day in my life, but <laughs> I, I, it's in her nature to have everything just it look tracks. clean easy oh yeah to do and just really accessible like it, it's real nice stuff that just seems like even i can do it but even if i can't somebody out there can 
I, what I like fire. about it is, is like, and this is going to sound weird without having actually purchased any of it. <laughs> as a parent of yeah. small children who uh-huh. will inevitably have a birthday, yes, where I will need some of this, yes, this is like this is perfect, like Great because now too, this is because awesome. now I would have to do, I don't have to go to Amazon, no. I don't have to go anywhere else. I can go right here and be like, hey, we're going with a space theme. Yep. Here it is. Like this is what we're doing. And you can so, like, buy this them is... individually. You don't have to buy a whole set. That's actually right. And that's really the problem weird. is sometimes you buy a set and you have all this extra shit and you're like, what do I do <laughs> with like forty whistles that are brand- <laughs> branded branded in Kanto for no reason? It's like I don't know. I, give them I'll, away. I'm gonna pass whistles. that idea and I need some Encanto whistles. Yeah, forty. Yeah, get get the color me confetti, folks. Deep yeah. into the whistle game, everybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Marcus. Good. What do you got to plug? Uh, make sure you follow the mantra, never offended, always humble. Also, you want to make sure that you um, follow this podcast on all socials at Films and Black and White Podcast if you're trying to search us. Um, make sure that you support an independent podcast. We're only going up from here. Uh, follow the mantra, never offended, always humble. Get you some merch, get you some music. Soul Tide's got some music on the way. I'm also working on new music. I am back in the lab. Um, got invited to perform Ooh. at a um, music festival Ooh. in town. Oh, yeah. I will be doing that. Also, a summer Monday, number five, the finale number of the summer Monday series. Um, it's summer's over. And so, like, we will be transitioning this playlist from a summer Monday playlist to now it's just going to be called another Monday playlist. And so um, next week I have something kind of cool planned, but I want to run it by the guys to see if they think it's a good idea um, for the playlist. But a summer Monday number five is out as well as a summer Monday one through five. So five hours of the complete series of music, moderately safe for work. So link is in my bio. We'll put the link in the description for the podcast. Look, all I'm going to say is if you want to keep doing summer Monday playlists, I'm not going to complain because technically the end of summer is Saturday, September 23rd. No, but I get it. School school starting. It and it's, it's time. It I get it. Nothing will change with the playlist. It'll be the same music, just a different title. It'll just start nice. back over at number one. Oh, and easier branding. Cohesive okay. branding. There you go. Uh, and as a man who has consumed, uh, you know, two hours of his playlist, they are fire. So yeah, you don't right. need to worry about uh, having any skips because there aren't. Yeah. Any. Like, that's just how it works. It's it's a uh, no brainer. I just go to it, it on really Mondays. Is. Like, yeah, you're done. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah. Gentlemen, that does it. But we have a wow. three step process to success. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Goodbye. I want, uh, I, want, I want the third one. You got it. Uh, there is a three step process to success. Brian, kick us off with that first step. Hey, folks, read a book. I'm here Please. to tell you that reading a book brings so much joy. I have one right here. It's called The Star Wars Guide to Essential Vehicles. And the reason I'm holding it up, it's blurred on my screen. It does look like a man. It looks like you ordered up a porno book. Yeah, <laughs> you can't does. read it. Because it was blurred. Because oh, it it's got there it is. I just no, it does not. This is spaceship. no, it does not. No, this is purely spaceship content. No, I just want to say I pulled it out. My my four year old son looked at it and he says, "Can you read that to me?" And oh. so you never know what book, what type of book is just gonna catch with somebody else. And I was yep. reading technical schematics of Star Destroyers to my four year old in my lap, and he wanted more. What like, a I, yep. So I, yep. read a book, any book. I, 
And I read a six-year-old a copy of a Miles Morales comic book. So, yeah. yes, that is just how it works in the world. Yeah. As, as nerdy yeah. as I. That's the yeah. only thing I really hope. Um, our second step is to drink some water, y'all. Look, hydration oh is important. Uh, it might not be as hot, but it's still important to stay hydrated. Um, it helps keep you full. It helps all your internal processes work the way they need to. And in general, it's just good for you long term. Don't be yep. afraid to treat yourself to some nice water, whether that be some Fiji or some Voss, or maybe even some of that like sparkling water if you are oh. feeling so fancy. That's my the jam. Cry. Uh, LaCroix. a little LaCroix, LaCroix or whatever you might. Um, uh, but yeah, drink some water. It's important. More like Marcus. What's our third step? Uh, the third step for success is wash your ass. Your ass stink. Did you panic? Good. Now go wash it. Okay. Now it's like that's the that's the bottom line. You want to make sure you should get some soap, get some Irish Spring, get something. I don't use Irish Spring really because it really does dry your skin out. I don't know what the fuck they put. It. It's I've never used Irish Spring. I, Man, let me tell you, I use that. That was like the go-to in the football locker room, like that kind oh, of stuff. The whole locker sure. room, like Irish Spring, but like it really does dry your skin out. If you if you want some more um, good smelling stuff, get some cocoa butter related soap. Um, go get yep. something with some like some type of cocoa oil, cocoa butter in it, or something like that. That'll make you feel better. But wash your ass, okay? Make sure you get in the crack of your ass. Wash around the rim. Okay, I don't know what type of stuff y'all like to get into. You know, you may want to get into your reputation there, like Taylor Swift, and get into some new stuff. So, like, but you want to be prepared. You can't just be walking around here with with swass, like you know what I mean, and you're not like doing the things to take care of yourself. All right, so if you want to get freaky, you want to do all that kind of stuff. Wash your ass. Yeah, it's really important. Hey, no judges here. That's no we're here giving okay. you tips. No judgment. Okay. Only, no judgment. Only tips and tricks for a healthier life. Tips, tricks, uh, and tips, tricks, right. and rim jobs. That's perfect. That's the name of the episode. Um, <laughs> that does it for this week's episode of Films in Black and White. We will be back next week with another outstanding episode. But in the meantime, and in the between time, stay safe. Stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we'll catch y'all next week. Y'all algorithm gonna kick your ass if you Google tits, tricks, and rim jobs. <laughs> oh, golly. Please don't do that. No. That's gonna be bad. <laughs>